you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Two timeouts still for Peyton. 103 decibels and they're just getting started as Zerline sets up for a 57-yard try to win the NFC Championship game. The hold is down, the kick clears the line, and Greg Zerline sends the Rams to the Super Bowl! L.A. will play for the Lombardi! Greg Zerline from 48 in regulation and 57 in overtime! Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Well, I mean, how happy can anybody really be within the sound of my voice? Yes, muzzle tough to the Patriots and the Rams fans out there, but even they have to concede because it's a fact. 60 minutes away from the great abyss of... The off-season, basketball, hockey, baseball, black. All right, let, you know what? Let's not uh, get sad just yet. We still do have that one important football game looming in fewer than or less than uh, fewer than or less than two weeks from now. It's fewer than, right, Emma VP? Pretty sure. I got to look this one up. I mean, I graduated with a journalism degree right. myself, but that was a long time ago. It should be preference. fresher in your mind. I know. I'm you going less than. It's your preference. I'm Come Fresno on. Fresno State, but it's your preference. You, you. you uh, just sound like you know. You what majored saying, in like hotel say. management a, or phys ed or something like that. For the most part, like these are football fans listening. Let's be real. You're right. They're going to say. I try to. Right. Yeah. I, it's infotainment, though. Anyway, the man. Uh, well, hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented by Head and Shoulders. The voice you just heard there. It's a fellow who's seated to my immediate left. He is one half of the future pro football team called the Handsome Daves. It is uh, it's David Carr. 
We still need to get you. We still need to get. I was waiting for your song to kick in. I know. We don't have I your song yet. Keep using yours in my brain. You're right. We don't have your song, and we still don't have your jersey hung on the digital wall of fame. But that will soon be rectified. Yeah, I'd appreciate that. The latter, at least. Anyhow, how are you, fella? What's Fantastic. happening? Did you get to watch the football games on Sunday? I did. There were two of them. They were good ones. They were good. They were fantastic football games. All right, let's Depends just... Depends on who you're rooting for, though, I guess. Well, right. Yeah, that's that's right. a, a good caveat to lay down. Let's just start right there. I don't want to tell you. I'll ask you some questions along the way. But okay. I just want to start with this, David Carr, veteran of many big-time football games. In fact, your story about almost having to go in and play in the, it's wild, right? in the NFC title game is a it's great stuff, one. Yeah. yeah, maybe you can uh, share that yeah. with uh, with the DDFP listener just a bit. I've, otherwise, find him on Twitter or Instagram, and he'll share that yarn with you there. Um, all right, I'm just going to say, all right, so... What did I think? What just what what, what jumps so out many. to you? What's the story? What's the thing today to you? Uh, unfortunately, it's that the the Patriots are fantastic and Tom Brady is excellent. And watching watching what he did yesterday, I know this is going to get beat forever for the next two weeks at least. And how great he is! But the throws that he made down the field, the the way that he morphed his offense from the first drive when Andy Reid, crazy enough, kicks the ball to them. I'm sitting there thinking, why would you do that? If you're the Kansas City Chiefs and you just had success against the Colts by getting out to an early lead at home and then letting your defensive ends go after him, and he had a pretty good offensive line, why would you then come and play the Patriots hmm. who have been running the football consistently for the last two months and you know that's what they're going to do to your weak defensive line, especially against the run, kick the ball to them and let them go on a, I don't even know, was it 10-minute 10, 10 drive it seemed like, and score, take the lead, and pretty much control the game. From it I, felt it, it soul was so sucking, crazy to me that and, he would do that. And I know it wasn't as cold as, as it was supposed to be, but as Maurice Jones-Drew pointed out a week ago about the Chargers game, the clever little um, uh, uh, addition to everything else that you just described is it keeps Patrick Mahomes chill on the sideline it's exactly instead of what keeping the him warm. Right? And they won the toss. I, I said Andy Reid has some situational errors in his game where he doesn't quite know and I can't imagine him sitting in a staff room with other competent coaches saying, yeah, if we win the toss, we're going to kick it to Tom Brady. Hmm. We're going to see if he'll hand the ball off and take Patrick Mahomes out of the game. You took Patrick Mahomes out of the game from the start. Yeah. And then you put, so that was crazy to me. And then how they morphed, right? So then he's the last drive at the end of regulation and he turns in to Tom Brady. And he says, well, we don't need to run the football. We don't need to play this old school 2000 version or 1990 version of football. We can now spread you out and chop you up and go down the field and score, put the game into overtime. And so he was great. He just was great. And let's see, it's crazy because he's 40, what, 41 years old and he keeps making throws and keeps, I mean, he just makes everyone look bad. It's fantastic. It's crazy. And I have, uh, and I have attributed it as of a week ago to not so much Brady as it is Belichick, who I've determined is a witch. That's the only way it's because the only reason, why reason would James White be good? Why yeah, why no why would Julian Edelman be as productive as he is? That's None. the only conclusion I can reach is how does a team take away both Tyreek Hill and any semblance of a running game and barely let Ty, uh, uh, let where, Travis Kelsey touch the Travis ball? Kelsey? How is that possible? Voodoo is the only answer. Do they play with a 12th person? Perhaps. Sometimes we can't see the deep part of the secondary. 
But I, I don't I'm, get what goes on out there. And the larger question is, why can't the other 31 teams figure out what Belichick do is doing? Just do the same things they do, but they can't because they do everything. And that's the that's the real problem when it comes down to it. And it was a perfect picture from that first drive to the last in regulation. It was a picture of why the Patriots are so good, because they can play any style of football you want. I'm sitting there with Derek on the couch, right? Watching uh-huh. this game because he's in my house. And he and we Derek who? My brother. And oh, he plays Derek for the Oakland Carr, Raiders. Yes. Plays against the Kansas City Chiefs a lot, right? right? And he says, you know what? This is what's going to happen. The Chiefs are going to do this, then they're going to do this, and they're going to do this. If they can adapt and adjust at each level of progression that Bob Sutton's going to transition through, then they're going to be fine. And the, the Patriots were one step ahead of them at every jump. Every time he transitioned, they were already into the next thing. Every time they transitioned to a new defense, he was already onto the next thing. And they were playing catch-up the whole time. And, and no one else can do it as well. And is it, you know, it has the answer must be Belichick, not McDaniels, not Flores, because, I of agree. course, they well, Patricia's gone. How can they survive that? This yeah. The defense tuned it up well, the beauty, just at the right time, the and they're dominating of, yeah. these teams. Well, that's what the beauty of Belichick is. Not only did his defense have a fantastic plan and executed it perfectly, he also goes in and taps into the offensive side of the ball and says, well, here's what they can't say. I guarantee, no, talking to Willie and talking to these guys, when he goes into the meetings with the offensive guys and Tom Brady, he's saying, hey, this is what they do. This is how you could take advantage of it. This is what we would do to you, right? And so he has the whole thing. It's a big picture thing. So many times now we see, and Sean McVay is a little bit like that, which is an interesting Super Bowl matchup because Sean McVay will go into the defensive side and he'll say, hey, this is what you guys should do. This is what they would do to attack you. So I think it's really interesting, the matchup. But but Belichick, that's what the beauty is, is he just has both sides of the ball down. That's uh, that's uh, adjacent to something that, uh, that I've talked about with the, with a few fellows who I've watched football for the last couple of decades with, namely, uh, here comes some name drops, okay. Adam Carolla and, uh, oh, wow. and the famous uh, Cousin Sal now. He's got a famous uh, family himself. And we have talked about for 20 years that what Belichick does, and then you see Andy Reid with the taking the kick, somehow he always knows, he always does what, you know, as an objective fan or as a fan of the other team, he does what you don't want him to do. Oh, like it, worst fears realized. Oh, right. It's yeah. it's fourth. It's fourth in one. Like, please punt it here, Bell. Don't go for it because I know you're going to get it if you go right. for it here. That kind of thing. Yep. And I think that he also, his voodoo, has cast a spell on all the other teams. Andy Reid would always take the ball Every in that time. situation, but Every somehow time. he has Belichick has Andy Reid out thinking himself. Am I right? Or am I, is that crazy? I, I, I envision Andy Reid sitting in his coach's office and there's a picture of Belichick on the wall and he's just staring at it saying, what are you going to do? I don't know. What are you going to do? And he's having a conversation with himself and Belichick doesn't care because he already knows what Belichick is going to do. Andy Reid is the one that isn't sure what either one of them should do and they screw it up. Isn't that right? Okay. We have so much to talk about here and we're just jumping into it um first thing i know the second half was i mean you know back and forth and exciting plays and controversial plays and everything else in 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 arrowhead uh-huh. uh one thing i point back to and i think people as they get further away from that game chiefs fans will wring their hands about is and we're sitting it's 14 nothing at that point and i said i cannot believe that they can't figure out how to at least yeah. give tyree kill a touch he's yeah. the one guy they've done it so well all year 
Nobody, yes, find a way to put the ball in 10's hands. Finally, they do. Patrick Mahomes throws that strike down field. And then right after that, Mahomes takes the sack, and it's right on the border of do you kick a field goal here? Do you try for a field goal? Again, I think this is Andy Reid thinking, I can't give the ball there, but normally he would have tried a field goal there. I think coming away with zero points was pretty rough, even though they come out in the second half, they go down the field, and it's 14-7, and now we have a game. I feel like that was a monumental Huge. I moment agree. in the game. Yeah, I completely agree. And it, unfortunately, that's the way the Chiefs have played all year, really. And when you think about it, we're sitting there watching the game, and it's chunk. It's like that's all we keep thinking is this chunk plays, right? right? It's like, oh, he's going to miss a throw. He'll overshoot one. He misses a touchdown pass. He'll make it up, and he does. And then he goes and makes a scramble play, big throw down the field. So that's what that's how they've lived, right? Unless they've gotten teams that aren't as good, then they'll just, you know, they'll find ways to get the ball to Tyreek Hill because the other team doesn't know how to take him away. But, you know, that being said, they that that was the issue is that that's how they're going to play the entire season. And you're going to have to deal with it. Like even the drive that they went down and tied the game, right? They, so he misses a throw, they have a pass interference and they get a, a fortuitous play that gets them in position to kick the field goal. But it wasn't like a clean drive. Mm-hmm. None of their drives were ever clean all year. It was Patrick Mahomes just being better than everybody else and making plays to Tyreek Hill. Unfortunately, they took him away. I feel like, and yes, one of the offshoots of this, and I, kind of think Tony Romo's getting a lot of praise and and I gotta say I think David Carr could do that I think a lot of QBs I think what we yeah. I think the lesson shouldn't be that Tony Romo is the greatest analyst of all time and he was dynamite once again on Sunday yeah. night's broadcast but I think what uh, these teams need or what these broadcast outlets need to do is to tap into some of the quarterbacks that are out there Man, like I, you see, when I say that stuff people think that I'm just biased because I'm a quarterback but what Tony Romo was able to do and he was brilliant I love watching and listening were you to able able to do the same things yeah absolutely yeah like, i feel like that's out I mean, there think and about me people and haven't figured that yeah, out we're yet. sitting there watching the game doing basically what tony's doing and it's not hard i mean if you've played the game and you've been there a lot of guys can do that maybe not as good as tony tony's really good at it no, i'm not yeah i'm not denigrating it. Yeah, him not at all level, but, but he's he's excellent it's fun to watch and it's it's fun to sit there with your brother who plays and he's going to give me nuggets that i wouldn't think of necessarily i'm going to give him stuff so that that conversation was as fun as watching tony but not everyone in America gets that every week. You get some pretty terrible announcing. And people that, like, we'll text each other. I'll text other quarterbacks and be like, did you, did you hear what this dude just said about that play? Like, that's so completely wrong. And unfortunately, now the fans think it's right. And they're misinformed. So, I, I mean, I, I just think you go, from, you go from playing as a quarterback, then if you don't want to go coach or retire or go sit on, you know, a lake somewhere or the beach, then you go do football. Yeah, Orlovsky's great. David Carr would be great. Let's uh, let's just get that let him for- in the booth so everyone gets to understand because that's because honestly, that the reason why is because we have to understand exactly what the defense is doing better than they're doing it, really. And we know what happens on the offensive side of the ball. It's really the only position where you get that whole thing. So. All right. Now to push back a little bit. I think that Brady was dynamite nails. I talk about it all the time. It's not it, to me. I'll say it for the million and first time. Yes. Timmy Smith is a great story. Nick Foles is a great story, but nobody expects him to do it. Tom yeah. Brady, everybody is looking for him <laughs> right. to do it in overtime. And when they're down with yeah. a minute and a half to go and he does it, he's throwing, so he's drilling some third down passes are on the money and everything else. But, but, the the the, the real thing, but you because you know what I'm going to say. I, I I've talked to you. I've talked to Willie McGinnis. I've talked to Bucky. The difference is, correct me where I'm wrong. Yeah. Tell me how I'm being overly simplistic. Yeah. Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels are willing 
to nickel and dime you for 60 minutes every week yeah. if that's what's presented to them. And no one else on the face of the earth is willing to do the same. It's crazy. It's it, that simple. It is that simple. You could say to Phil Rivers, if you just do this and resist the urge, take tamp down your ego and just take it eight yards at a time, he would win a Super Bowl. Have you met Philip Rivers? I'm just saying that's the, that's the that's hard. the math. That is the it's math. Crazy. It's so crazy, but that's the beauty of that. That's 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 what's so awesome about what they what they go out there. But first of all, he made some great throws down the field, very accurate, extremely accurate. But it, with the plan, that's I mean, the, down downfield, relatively mean, speaking, third and ten, it, wide well, open for a forty-one-year-old man. Okay, but but downfield. but open throws set up by You're play open. action and otherwise set up by a beautiful game plan designed perfectly for the guys that they have, and they so everyone else designs a scheme, and they say that they don't. They say that they design a scheme based on the strength and the players that they have. The Patriots design a scheme based on their division, which they've won forever, right? You can say that they're terrible. They, they probably are. They're, they're not as good as other divisions, mm-hmm. but they design a scheme based on winning their division and then matching up with people. They'll look, I, I guarantee they've been getting ready for the Chiefs for eight weeks. Like they've started running the football. You think about it, eight, 10 weeks ago, they got into this mode of this is how we're going to win the That's Super Bowl. Right. And so they just do that and they find guys. Like, who's, who's Devlin? Like, they have a fullback on the field. No other team in the NFL has a fullback on the field right now. And he's out there making plays because it, it's what best will get them where they want to go, right? It is, it is a crazy paradox that, first of all, that this is pretty straightforward. All you have to do is do that. They do it. It's not Every trickery. Should, exactly. But now, they, they, do, they, they do the flea flicker, trying to win the game, and all that cute stuff. But, but nevertheless, it really is just, what's we're re- just taking what, what you're giving us. And what's even interesting, what, what's crazy about that is you think that it's all their system. And it is. It's, it's their system. But their system encompasses 20 years, basically. Two decades worth of Tom Brady. I can get to any play I want to at the line of scrimmage. But what's wild is you'll see plays that the Rams ran this year that they run. You'll see plays that, that sitting there with mm. Derek, not to drop my brother's name again, but he'll say, we ran that same play. They literally stole it from us, but they did it better. They actually took Gronkowski. Instead of running him up the field, they ran him across the field, and the safety wasn't able to break it up like he broke it up on Cook when I threw it to him, and Gronk made a 15-yard gain. And it happens, and you just see play after play of just pulling from other teams and saying, this is the best way we know how to beat this team in front of us. We're going to take our guys, and we're just going to do that. And you have no idea. That's what's so hard about defense is you have no idea what you're going to get. The Rams have literally no idea how they're going to come out and play offensive football because they can play in the I formation. Brady can spread you out in five wide receivers. You have no idea. They have the guys to do every one of those. I mean, it really is. But what I mean, bottom line is two things about, first of all, the paradox is, is that I have tried to make it, to, it's not to marginalize them, but there is something unsatisfying about it. Mm. Now, I, and I love dynasties, but there's yeah. something unsatisfying because there's not iconic plays associated with the Patriots right. offensive machines as much as there are with any other team that's in the mix in, Correct. in I agree. January on a regular basis. Right. But they're always in the most, I mean, then they're in every playoff game. So that would make some yeah. sense here, but they, every game they play is nip and tuck in the big games. I mean, they smoke right. teams on occasion like they did a week ago with the Chargers, but they right. play in these games that will go down in history among the all-time greats. And yet, when you search for the play, what's the one that you're going to remember as a Patriots fan? It's all just swing passes, and it's, Throwing you know. Because here's what happens, right? Especially when you got a, we have a great quarterback, a greatness of we've probably never seen, right? Tom Brady is, is cool under pressure. I remember I still tell this people, we played an overtime game when I was in Houston after the game, he comes up. I'm thinking, man, we're both emotionally spent. He, all he says, I'm, I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of hungry. 
You know, that's it. Like, what? You just played a fantastic football game in overtime. You came out and you did. So he doesn't get flapped. Like, he doesn't buckle under the pressure. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the defensive side, like, you talk about just a swing pass. That's exactly right, because in coverage now, the defender is thinking, well, I can't give up this big throw that Brady's about to hit me on, so I'm going to get a little bit extra depth. And what does he do? He just dumps it to James White. Or he, or if you get a little aggressive in that moment, which human nature, you're going to be either overly aggressive or you're going to kind of tense it up a little bit. Brady just stays even. He stays completely even like it's a day at the park. I want to be able to talk for at least a couple minutes about the other game. But last thing with uh, with Brady is, you know, Max Kellerman's catching a lot of heat for saying that they're lucky that they got to the overtime. I'm not sure what the pushback on that is. Oh, Kellerman's a hater. Well, they did get lucky and Brady yeah. didn't play well. Right. And, right. I mean, or uh, am I missing something no. that until that you know, that ball, D4 doesn't line up offsides. That's a pick. He's he, no, he, right. He'd have a touchdown 100%. and three picks, and we would hold that up as like, ooh, wow, Brady really didn't look very no, that's good, good there. One. Now he's a hero. True or false? I Am think, I missing something there? No, I think there's a little truth to that because it wasn't like it wasn't a Pat Mahomes, right, type five touchdown game, or even Brady. Like, we've seen him go and play extremely well, throw the football over the field. I think that the, the beauty of this game was – just how they dissected the Kansas City Chiefs defense from a quarterback's perspective. Like, they basically went out, lined up, did what they couldn't stop the first half, and then when they adjusted, when the Chiefs adjusted, the Patriots had a plan ready, in, like, literally in place, like, oh, well, now we're going to do this. And it was like sitting there watching, like, usually that happens, and you find yourself on Monday saying, man, we should be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, like, I and feel, they're, and they're, but they're in the Super Bowl. I know. So I feel great. bad for the Chiefs fans, yeah. man. No, the that Chiefs was... were great. The, the fans were great. I mean, everything about that game, they did exactly what they should have done. 14 nothing at the half, though. That's what I look back to. Yeah, just flip the script on them. Um, All right, now let's talk about uh, what happened in the Superdome. Of course, the big play, the missed P.I. Now, of course, Eddie Spaghetti and everybody else has pointed out that on the drive before, Jared Goff, they hooked his face mask. They could have had a first and goal down there. Roughing the passer that was less egregious. I mean, come on. That was ridiculous. That was that was. You can't touch his face. They, he didn't touch it. Don't face. touch the quarterback's face. He didn't touch Tom Brady's face. Don't he didn't touch, touch any touch part of his mask. head. Don't obstruct my view of the receivers. If you blocked my hand and I can't see down the field. What is da- I, I'm curious about that. What's Derek Carr when he sees that? Exact, exact thing that happened. He's sitting to my left. My brother, Darren, who played defensive line, is sitting in front of me on the couch. And we're just back at this whatever bar. And Darren, my brother, who plays defensive line, said, just gets up and throws a tincture. Like he just loses it. Right. And all Derek says is, can't touch my face. That's but he it. didn't touch his face. It doesn't matter. He's a quarterback. And he also obstructed his view. Like, hands were kind of, I couldn't, I can't necessarily see this. I can't believe Derek would support that oh, when he wouldn't have gotten the call himself. You know why? Because when he was 10 years old, he watched me get clotheslined, body slammed, suplex, like by all these guys. So he has a little pent up frustration. So I, I understand. It ruined his childhood. He should be offended for you. Forget himself. He should be offended for you. He was offended. He actually told me I should call in, right, to the league and see if I can get some yardage added to my career totals but i don't know if that's gonna work i i hate to put this on somebody but he's the future hall of famer he's the one i talk about it all the time who was everybody in the superdome looking at it was drew Brees. drew Brees, not a vintage performance fair no, vint- no and there had there have been a couple over the last couple months that were not vintage drew Brees, and that wasn't one and they and they had a good plan against them going into it we thought a keep to leave would be a much better matchup on Michael Thomas. And other than the time where Michael Thomas got matched up on Marcus Peters, 
Tlaib shut him down, and they had a good plan there. Then they stopped the run with the front. In the last two weeks, the Rams have done a great job stopping the run with the front. So that that gives me hope going to the Super Bowl. They got a chance to do that. But right. against Drew Brees, it just it made it tough because Drew doesn't necessarily have anyone else outside of Michael Thomas and those backs to do anything with. Well, I thought that was yeah. clever. What what again? What uh, Wade cooked up there was, was and smart. I haven't seen a lot of that. Was they he, well? They were devoting a D lineman to that to was long forty one. Well, and that could have been that could have been problematic. So what you're gambling on is that Drew won't recognize it, right? You're saying okay, what happened? if he does then you're, you're then you have trouble. michael thomas singled up well then no then you have well then you have alvin Kamara on a defensive end and i saw it now i'm gonna hit it right so what happens is you, yeah but if they bonk him coming out of the backfield that's all predicated on, really on him getting into space and making a quick exactly choice and, right you got to hit him out of the backfield right defensive end can lock on and swing with him but you have to bank on that pressure getting there so what happens when a defensive end drops is pressure comes from the other side oh if there's no other pressure then 41's eventually yeah. gonna get around even if you him yeah, exactly. Well, but so, they were hitting them was the other thing. They exactly. were like, oh, they took a page out of the Patriots playbook back when they played the Rams in 2001, when they were aggressive at the line of scrimmage, hit, hit Marshall Falk, wouldn't let him out of the backfield. So that was the same type of scenario. And they, they, they had a great plan, but it, it's all predicated on that pressure getting there to Drew. And we saw even on the last interception, he threw pressure was in his face. He was able the ball flies up in the air. So, but it wasn't, it wasn't a great performance by Drew. And, and I, I feel for him because now he's at the point now where he's, He's running out of time. I thought time. I thought uh, standing on the field at Super Bowl 52 at the end of that game, I thought, wow, that's it for yeah. Brady. But now he's right back at it. But Brady looks a lot younger, doesn't he, than Drew? I feel like he looks younger. I guess so. And by the way. Just like player I, on the field. Wise. We could go a million different ways about that. A couple of things. First of all, Jared Goff, again, didn't come out of the gate playing very well. Yeah. So that says something for that kid that he rose up in the second half, yeah. especially I know you were enjoying it. You were sitting in the bar with your brothers, but oh, yeah. I'd like to think that you that that Dave Damashek crossed your mind a few times when you saw them going with the play oh, action. It was fantastic. Out the, and that's when it he, won the game. For he started him. to kill him with it. it and then the they game. finally decided, well, yeah. no more of this. And they were getting in his face. But They did. But even when they got in his face, he was able to make the he did make a out couple of his of them, hand. Right? And all you got to do is just give your guy a chance. But that that's that one game. I won the game. And I mean, the, the run game wasn't even that strong. No. And the play action was still with the The action. play to Gerald Everett, to me, looms among non-touchdown plays as one of the biggest yeah. in that game. When yeah. he rolled out and held on to it, you would think he'd get impatient in that moment. He held no. on, waited for 81 to come clear, and he play. did. That was a huge play it was in the a, game. It was huge. And it was very difficult, like, going in there. That was as loud. And, you know, on TV, you can't really get a sense. But talking to people that were in the building, they said that was as loud as I've ever heard that stadium. And they were there for the blocked punt, you know, back when they came back from the hurricane. And it was incredible. So to kind of manage that, even even though it looked like the Rams didn't even have a plan for the noise coming into it, that just shows you how loud it was because they clearly had a plan. It was just so loud that and I've been there. I've been in Kansas City, right, where you can't hear what your coach is saying to you because the crowd noise is so loud on the sideline that when he pushes the button to talk to you, the crowd noise hits the speaker and that's all you hear. You cannot hear your coach talk. So. I understand Jared Goff's going through. He runs all the way out to Gerald Everett to give an audible like 30 yards away and then comes back and he's clapping for the ball. So there was some chaos they had to kind of battle through there. You know, and there was an early surge by the Saints that if they would have scored, you know, two or three times instead of field goals, that would have been a blowout. But they, he managed it, made some big time throws and the play action. I said aloud, I don't care action. if it's the Saints or anyone else. You only come away when when they kicked the field goal and it was yeah. six nothing. hundred oh, percent. I said that's that. You watch. That's that gonna, that's going to haunt. Them. That was the I, game. I, I completely they, agree with you. Oh, they didn't make that in the in the seven right. either. Then you get the interception right there, and you don't. I mean, come on, guys. Yep. The kick by Greg the leg, the longest I've ever seen a football kicked in my life. I can't imagine anybody's ever kicked one further. But the last Incredible. thing, David Carr. 
I know people like to talk about the superstars, and that's why people wanted to see a rematch of 54-51 and everything else. Instead, what we have, better or worse, however you want to frame it, correct me if I'm wrong, this one is all about old man witch Bill Belichick <laughs> versus uh, the one who everybody's mimicking right now, Sean McVay. That's the game, right? 100%. And Wade versus Josh McDaniels, and that's that's the game. It's it, the coaches. It doesn't. The players don't even matter at this point. You and I could play in it. It really could, and we'd be, and it would just be... What are these coaches going to devise up to figure out? It's just it's beautiful that the two best coaches in the game are going at each other right now. And, and, on, and on the other side, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. I will say all season long, that is something that David Carr and I talked about is the impact of tw- in 2018. The aggressive head coaches, the, the play Absolutely. callers, the innovative play callers are what was going to win the day. And, and here we have we two of the very Big best believer in coaching and the two very best. And right then, there, yeah, yeah, Andy Reid and yep. uh, Sean Payton. They yep. uh, they the made it pretty far themselves. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Great stuff, David Carr. And Good hopefully buddy. this is just the hors d'oeuvre, because uh, as I have already foretold, you belong up in a broadcast booth. It, it would be fun. I mean, I you got to have time, though, man. I got a lot of kids, you know, and they, they demand a lot of time. But I'll yeah. do a lot of the talking. OK, yeah, we can do it together. I assume if, if, you know, if I'm writing your ticket, the Damashek is in the sidecar. Now that I think about play it, I think play. the only way that I would do it is if you did play. We, we could do a three-man booth. I'd like to be like the Cosell role. Who would you add? I will, we we'll just got to get it. a nice, solid play-by-play. Okay. Man. We know Matt Money Smith, something oh, like that. Yeah. We could get him. Fantastic. And then you provide actual insights, and I'm like, <laughs> look at him go. I'll just shout like that all the time. I'd find Yoy! just all listening that. to that. Huh? Yeah, right? Yeah, he's not going to love it. All right. David Carr, terrific stuff as always. Best to Derek and Darren and the rest of the gang. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. There goes David Carr. Bye, David Carr. In comes the Englishman, our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. Hello, handsome. How are you? Very well, thank you, Dave. How are you? Fine. You've been traveling abroad quite a bit, I've noticed, of late, right? I was in London, England. And and cinching all the final details, crossing the T's, dotting the I's. And before we talk about anything else, Atlanta, who's going to be joining us there in terms of pro football teams and otherwise, lay it on us. Let's project ahead to autumn of 2019. You and uh, and your gang have been working on what the international schedule is going to look like. Lay it on us. People have seen it on social media, but walk us through it. Why don't you? Sure, why not? There are, there are going to be four games in London, Dave. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be hosting the Carolina Panthers. Nice little division matchup in the NFC South. That's I like something that I've one. noticed, that they, these games There's a couple seem, of them. Yeah, right? Nice that's little a, yeah. fun little matchup. That's a good one. Um, the Chicago Bears, that, that defense is going to be taking on the Oakland Raiders in London as well. That's, the that new should look. be fun. Did you hear they're going to be new look in 2019? Who? The Raiders. The Raiders. Well, they, they're going to be new look. New look Raiders. Because they're going to be drafting a bunch of guys. Yeah. Also, a little birdie has hinted to me sometime in the last, I don't know, half hour or so, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying anything else, that maybe they'll go after uh, Levy and Bell. Ooh, that'll be a good be piece fun. for Derek Carr, right? That'll be interesting. Yeah. I like that. Go ahead. That's uh, a good one. That's fun a good one. one. The, uh, it's one of the teams in the Super Bowl, I, w- I think probably. Oh, by the way, can I interrupt you for a second? Sure. The, when Bears and Raiders, I was just thinking, what is the what is that uh, trigger in my brain? And I was reminded, I think it was 19. 19- 
84 or maybe 86, right in that range, right around the the Bears uh, powerhouse days that uh, that those two teams and they were the most brutal defensive teams. Yep. And I and I'm pretty sure that Jim McMahon um, got knocked out of that game with a lacerated spleen. Oh, nothing worse than a. You got a lacerated spleen. Who do you think he was up against? Was that Mark Wilson starting a, a, a quarterback? That sounds the about right. Sounds yeah, about that era, doesn't it? Uh huh. That would yep. I, that checks out. Um, and I think I'm not positive if it was that game, but the Bears got so ruined at QB that in the second half they just direct snapped it to so Walter Payton, Payton the whole game, which the, the actually wouldn't have been half. a bad wouldn't. Have been a bad move for them for about four years before they became good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I, wonder, I wonder, wonder why more teams don't uh, try yeah. that periodically. Anyway, continue. Okay. The next one, um, the Super Bowl bound, or there's a spo- not a spoiler here, but the Super Bowl bound LA Rams. No. Well, I mean, we, uh, I mean, you've even- mentioned that before on the show. With with uh, with Dave Carr. Yeah, I don't I mean, we're not that good at bending the space time continuum right. that we could actually be recording this on the Thursday before the title game. So, yeah, don't worry. I appreciate <laughs> I your that, concern. But I didn't know if you'd mentioned that the Rams made it to the Super Bowl up until now in the show. I guess it's conceivable that we could have I thought some sat people with might David have Carr missed for, all the games this weekend. It's conceivable. That and then you with, hadn't mentioned it. And now, and then, anyway. That's with fine. Dave as your host, it's possible that I might have yeah. sat for a half an hour with David Carr or another pro football player and not mentioned not the mentioned title that. games. But I did in this right. case. But every different type of pasta was mentioned. Um, the pasta. LA Rams are playing the Cincinnati Bengals in what I call the Zach Taylor Bowl. Ah, cute. Thanks. Um, and then another divisional matchup, the Jags. Um, of London uh, and Jacksonville will be hosting the Houston Texans. How real so, is that? You, you handsome, if you aren't aware, you know, he started out, was working a lot on, uh, on digital media when he moved from, uh, from the UK to the U S but you've taken over in the last half decade or so. You've, uh, you've really built up this international thing quite a bit. You and you alone too. No, not me. And me you take alone. all the credit part, for it behind I the scenes. Z- I take zero credit. I'm part of a, a wonderful team of, of great humans. Either way, it's remarkable work you've done here but uh how true is that from an insider's perspective this thing always oh the jags will eventually just move over there oh the the jags really love uh the london affiliation more than any other i think they're really committed to london but i think the move may be still some time away i'm not sure that that's that that's happening anytime where are we on the concord already we got to bring back the concord that's the thing i don't understand is when it comes to to travel concord was fine and then as far as i know like one bad thing happened with concord and then they're like all right scrap this i know if we scrap everything that has one uh, foul thing, step, right. then what are we going to do? You know, right. we wouldn't be doing this anything. show. Definitely would not be. Happening. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So that's, you know, what's cool about these games for London as a, once all these games have been completed, 31 out of 32 teams will have played in London. No so the, way. The Texans, this is their first time playing here. And the Panthers, the first time playing in London. Wait, wait, wait. Don't There's say one yet. team left. And I want you to tell me who it is. Should I be able to guess this one pretty You easy? probably should. Cause it's a team. So you well, no, don't say anything. Spaghetti and MVP behind the glass. Do you? If you don't know it, that's the only way you're allowed to guess. You can't just. I don't know it. Um, I Emma had a team. I don't want to steal her thunder because she had a good. uh, Well, let's let Emma go first. That's how we do it. This is anywhere internationally, Eddie. Anywhere in. No, I'm talking about London specific. London specific. Although this team also hasn't played anywhere else internationally. I think you might be right. I'm gonna go with yours. Thirty-one out of thirty-two have played internationally. Okay. Is it the Steelers? It's no, they played the Vikings. Played the Vikings Sorry. in London. Ooh, that was no, my but guess. good, good guess. Thank you. I Dave would have known that. I wouldn't have thrown that one in Dave's direction. I almost thought it was like a reverse. Can I help you in a way? Ooh, I, I know who it is. Okay. I think I know who it is. I'll let Spaghetti guess. I'm gonna guess the Chiefs. 
Nope. The Chiefs uh, have played internationally. The correct in answer. And- the correct answer is when when you hear it, you'll say like, "Of course, I would know that. I would have remember that they had played in a game." It's the Dallas Cowboys. Incorrect. Ah! Dallas Cowboys have played in London. Did no, they win? Who they play? Uh, who, the Jags, I think. Cowboys and Jacks. Yeah. It's a team that you would never, ever... So the thing with scheduling these international games is hard to get teams to give up a home game. Everyone wants right. to go as a visiting team. That seems like a good cool uh, thing to do. It's the, the Green team- Bay Packers. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to get the Green Bay Packers to give up a home game um, in Lambeau, especially because instead of having one guy um, say, yes, I'm, I'm willing to make that sacrifice, you have to get their X billion It's a fun trivia question, though. It is. So one day we'd love to get the um, Packers to go to London as a, as a visiting team, more likely. And then the second thing is obviously the game in Mexico as well, another divisional matchup. Los Angeles' Chargers will be hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. I know. Which is a ru- great game. I mean, well, it's a wonderful game, obviously. And uh, the rumor was as recently as last Friday or maybe even Saturday mm. was that it was going to be the Steelers and Chargers and the, the Roonies. Who I know long, that rumor? not me. Okay. What do you say? It was, I hadn't heard that, that rumor. You did mostly because I knew mostly because I knew the game, but uh, no, that was, that was pretty, I mean, at least in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh. I, I saw that in uh, local media over there, but um, well, I'm good for you. Cause it means that you'll be able to see this. Thank you. Just Selfish, selfishly. Yes. I was pleased that the Steelers yeah. weren't going. Cause now I will finally get to see the Pittsburgh Steelers play in Los Angeles County. So I'm excited for mm-hmm. that. Wait, Carson's in the County, right? Yeah. Okay. I think isn't Carson a county? It's in Southern California. It's in Southern California. I don't know. What, what, what difference does it make? Um, Wonder who, by the way, I know we'll have a whole off season to talk about this handsome. Who do you think's going to get? Because the Packers make me think they're one of those uh, tentpole franchises that, you know, pushes back at the idea. Like, we don't want to be hard knocks. You know who else doesn't want to be hard knocks is the Steelers. But you can be chosen to do it, right? I think with What's hard the knocks, measure there's again? like a you can't have a brand new head coach. You ha- kind of maybe been to the Super Bowl. You don't have to do it, right? And that's maybe if the, you've done it in the last five years, you're exempt. Something like that. Imagine if they did that. What what would be a better soap opera for a month than the Pittsburgh Steelers? I'm not sure who'll be left. That's true. I mean, yeah, we AB's don't even know who the stars there, will so be. So that's not going to be interesting. Lev Bell's not going to be there. That's not going to be interesting. Do you, by the way, I'm fielding offers currently. David Carr has made his pitch. I'm fielding offers for uh, anybody who wants Antonio Brown. What are you willing to give the organization? I don't want Antonio Brown. Oh, you don't want him? All right. You're not going to make a bid for him. Who's your quarterback, by the way? Your Miami Dolphins QB in 2019. I don't know. Joe Flacco? As I told you, as I told you a couple of weeks ago when I was last on the show, I for the whole of 2018. Or 19, that's what we're You're in. not even... Oh, that's 19, right. You're not, not even... I am not, I you can't refer to them as my Miami Dolphins. You're right. Because I'm putting them aside for a year. 12-month hiatus. Maybe you could jump on board with uh, Spaghetti's Giants. Nope. There. Plenty of room that. on that bandwagon. Yeah, that, that, for good reason. I don't know if you heard the big news, but Spaghetti was making a case uh, be- before the title games were even played about why the Giants can win the Super Bowl. No, that's not what I said. I said every year. I did see year, some tweets. I every just, year. I, I know that Eddie was just telling me that he, uh, this weekend, got up to, you know, he was eating and drinking and everything. I just assumed he was drunk when I read The that. Thick Cast. I, I said every year in the NFL the has a team, cast. at least one team that goes from last place to first place. And I made my case as to why the Giants could make a lot of sense to be that pick. That was it. All right. Um. <laughs> Handsome, did you watch the football games I on did. Sunday? Yes, what with, it, what, with, what uh, jumped out to you? I did, with great glee. I loved the championship games. Yeah. 
I mean, they're always, it's just, it's, it's, it's real. Cause the Super Bowl is exciting. It's the final, but it's in a neutral it's venue. A show, and it's not, and where there's so much talk of yeah. who's, uh, oh, and wait, wait, make sure you'll tune in to see the one-on-one interview of the, the yeah. halftime, right. yeah, all that stuff. I don't think they have one-on-one. I think that's the only time they, they have a show, don't they? They don't have any interviews at all at halftime. Yeah, right. No, no, that's no, I'm saying they oh, okay. say no during yes. the week. Yes. We get distracted by the by interview the stuff. with the person yeah. who's going to be singing on right. Sunday. I don't care about any of that. I like football. Um, and my point is I like the championship games because it's in front of a cr- home crowd. You got and, it. And they, uh, you know, they're all fired up. They want to see that. And yet the, the and two, yet the the two home won. crowds went home sad. But I do say all the time our guy Ryan Bartlett is the most recent victim of this. I always say, though. If you have a choice, go to the go to the title game in yeah. your hometown versus the Super yeah, Bowl. So that's exactly what Super Bowls are wonderful. Yeah. You know, singular experiences, and yet there's just nothing like I being around your a, your gang with uh, when your team advances to. I would the love Super to Bowl. go that's to. A, I'd love to go to a championship game. That would um, be my my dream. Yeah, of my favorite team. But I mean, I've never been to one. I've never been to one. We don't even know yet. No, exactly. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll see how that plays out over the course of 2019. Um, Do you have any complaints? Anything that jumps out to you? Is it the officiating? What? I'm going to... I mean, like enough people have said enough about officiating. I'm sure I don't need to weigh in on that. I think my complaint is that most of all, just I wanted to see the other two teams win. Like I wanted to see a Saints-Chiefs Super Bowl. That was my dream for my week in um in atlanta Why next so? week i just both the stories are a little fresher everything seems a bit more exciting i don't i'm not interested in seeing the patriots and I'm, I'm gonna predict that the patriots win and just for fun i'm gonna predict that they win 20 to 17 which was the score of the, ah. the first rams patriots completion of the Bowl. circle right? completion of the super Bowl. then tom brady can go off and and um do something different um, but yeah, I just wanted to see the chiefs against the saints, especially, you know, it, it just, it feels like a more exciting, younger, you know, more fun. I mean, listen, matchup. we can dance around it all we want. It's not, it's not bitterness, Tamposi, Ricky Hollywood, um, uh, producer of the ATN podcast said, Oh, you're going to cry about the Patriots. I'm not, I'm not sad that the Patriots won. It's just like, all I'm right, bored we, of it. we've seen it. Wouldn't yeah. it have been nice for those chiefs people who, as I always say, the jets fans, they get, they get our sympathies, but not the chiefs fans who are only one year closer. Right. I mean, they were, the jets won three. And the Chiefs won Super Bowl four, and, and then they haven't then been, been back just since. as quiet. Exactly. Imagine how heartbreaking. They went to overtime at home, and they had to watch Tom Brady drive down the field, and they're they're here. It was. So, I mean, it was obviously going to happen. And the thing that, like, right now, I can tell you, Bill Belichick, you know, because he, he, what he does is he sits in his in his office, he closes the door, and he's like, "What can I get angry about that's going to motivate me?" And so everything about this, the next two weeks from the media standpoint, is going to be it's Bill Belichick versus the new young... That's going to annoy Bill Belichick so much. Wow. The idea that, that McVeigh is going to be positioned as as the new Belichick and uh, his can he outthink the... Belichick's going to put something together and just... But it's a funny... But there is a the funny uh, like yin and yang puzzle that kind of fits together with that because like uh, David Carr and I were talking about, you don't have to like it, but this is this is what the Super Bowl is going to come down to is Bill Belichick, the old guy versus Sean McVay, the young guy. But 
Belichick as the young uh, offensive innovator and Sean McVay has the, the old, old uh, defensive always, coordinator and it's all fits together. And it has almost, it, it has much less to do with any of the players that are I agree. out there. Yeah. I'm always in these big games. People will focus on the things that both teams are good at. In other words, the Rams, you know, offense and all the thinking that he can do and the, and the Patriots defense and everything that Belichick brings to that. And I always think the game's, inevitably hinge on the opposite of that. It's like, okay, great. We know your offense is really good. We know your defense is really good. Rams, can your defense be Can you continue better? to stop the run if right, you have? Exactly. Right. And then and then obviously the Patriots offense sounds ridiculous talking about that not being good enough with Tom Brady there, but that's the bit that needs to to put it together. I think you and I are um, you know, great samples for all the young people out there Mm -hmm. of professionalism. You know, we're pros, pros that we've been able to talk about important football related matters. But now about you and me, we're going to be in Atlanta, Georgia. We often we often break bread together. We definitely should do. And I was wondering, But you know, Matt Money Smith is not joining us this year for the first time in many moons. He's usually our third. Oh, great loss. Let's be honest. But we're not going to have him with us. So what are we going to first? First thing, air travels a little bit. Uh, I don't know what right now, like oh, long lines, everything. Should we right now decide that you, me and whoever else wants in is going to jump in a car and drive I would there? do that in a heartbeat. Would you I'd really love, do that? I love I love driving would you across really America. Do that? Oh, my God. Yeah, if I would you, definitely. If I could, Here's wanna... who we would bring. OK, it's going to be a big car. Maurice. You and I, Maurice. Yeah. He brings all the snacks. I thought you were, I was going to say like all right that's the end of no Eddie I would let Eddie and Emma come along as Dick well cast. I think it'd be fun Eddie and Emma and then Maurice for a thick cast as well we okay could be but you know spaghetti doesn't driving. have a room so he's going to be crashing on your floor that's is fine that, with me is that right of course it is that's right actually at the Super Bowl in New York or whenever it was when you had a few <laughs> of your English blokes with you well how many three there were three of us they all room. slept in your room for it was days bad. on because often with these hotels at the Super Bowl they're brand new hotels and you go to somewhere like Atlanta or Houston it's like a huge hotel room you're like wow what am I gonna do with this so I just assumed it would be the same and then obviously New York hotel rooms aren't known for being spacious and two of my most unpleasant no, I know. Friends. Fortunately, fortunately, um, that uh, that renowned English elegance and charm yeah. really saved the day. They they definitely <laughs> they they the good news was actually they decided to forego sleep for a lot of the weekend. So, so that, they, I didn't have to entertain them for too long. I do remember thinking it's almost time for me to get up now on Super Bowl Sunday morning at like five a.m. and they still hadn't come back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, you would do that road trip, wouldn't you, Spaghetti? Oh, with you guys, hundred percent. It'd be really? so fun. Can you imagine how much fun that would oh, be? Awesome. Who MVP, else would we you're get in? in? I'm in. That'd be awesome. Who else should you, we bring? You with say us? that, MVP, but I'd be careful because okay. because <laughs> people talk. We talk about this for another ninety seconds it in earnest, happen. and it could happen. Mark Brady, so be careful. This. Mark Brady will make this happen. Yeah, Mark will make it happen. Mark Brady would be like, hey, guys, i got a bus running for you. Here's outside. the problem. From NFL from NFL media's uh, standpoint, they won't care if you and I and even the, your thick cast partner does it or the one half of the broadcast. That will amount to like, eh, that's fine if you guys want to do it. If we could get Maurice to do it and Willie McGinnis to do it, now we're cooking with gas. Yeah, let's and get your friend Dave Carr as well. We bring Lindsey Rhodes with us. Yeah. We just, you know, we just well, let's just pack a bus with everyone. Wouldn't that be fun? Because <laughs> because of the travel issues. Keep it down, Every- Mike Silver. Yeah. You know, like that kind of thing. Yep. Greg Rose, like, oh, I don't really like this bus. I'm uncomfortable. Why I do don't I, like why it? Why do I have here. to sit on the hump seat? I yeah, don't wanna... I, I, I realize I'm a kid, but. 
I don't know. I think I'm, I'm excited. It's fine. It's fine. I don't really care that much. It's okay. I don't really. I'm not that into it. <laughs> um, so are we in? We're all gonna. We're, we're Let's all gonna do that. Okay. We're in. But, but seriously, Dave, on top of that, let, we we definitely should try and find some um, places to eat. In Handsome. I haven't talked about this publicly, or at least on the, on the DDFP, but for a week plus two days now, I have uh, I've I've consumed very little carbs. I was about to say although, you are looking l- slightly less thick than you. Although my girlfriend said to me the other uh, la- just last night, as I finished my second or or seventh glass of wine somewhere in that range, she said, uh, "If you're strictly trying to eat no carbs, like you know, the red wine is really carbs is really running afoul of that." And I said, "Oh, I had not. Why didn't Why didn't you tell me that? Right. You know, I'm doing that, but." Do you know what I did? I I was doing she dry. Likes, she likes me fat. Can I say? Yeah, she's a feeder. Um, <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah, they have fatties and feeders. Mrs. And Spaghetti feeders knows get, a thing or two about feeders that. Feeders get a, a real thrill out of their fatties um, staying. I mean, this I've got an endless bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> Whoa, um, that's his girlfriend. That wasn't me. I wasn't. That wasn't me saying that. I realize. Um, but that's the kind of fun we're going to have in the car ride. Yeah, it's going to be true. It's going to be tremendous. But we do. So uh, could we find a carb free restaurant that you're allowed to eat at? Well, I was going to say, I think we have to go steak or like barbecue because I can just get all all manner of meat, mm-hmm. you know, something yeah. like that. Then again, once we're at the Super Bowl, I I, am I going to keep it that way? Here's the deal. My problem is January. So I had to travel to London. And then, you know, when you're eating on the road, you it's hard to to. And then I was trying to give up booze. And I'd got like eight whole days into the month and I got on a plane and the nice lady was like, what would you like to drink? And I was like, oh, one of these, one of those, one of these, mm-hmm. one of those. And then I was like, oh, I was like four deep. And I was like, I forgot I'm not supposed to be drinking. I, I forgot, was so good now at it. I'm drunk. I was so good at it at home. It's and I've easy. been so ever since. No, at home it was easy. And then, but then it's like, well, I, I, now there's no point. I, you know, I'm, I have an event that I'm celebrating. I'm mm. going to the Super Bowl after that. Let's put it on hold till February. I, I that's kind of how I mean. Once we get to Atlanta, then you've made it most of the way through the month. What right. day do you arrive? Sunday. That's this twenty seventh of January. You might as well call that the first of February. That's right. Looking forward to getting out there. By the way, we are going to be be on the lookout for our late Monday night, early Tuesday morning release of uh, of my favorite check report that we do every year when I uh, when I kibitz with the guys that uh, uh, from both teams there. Ask them the important questions that people are afraid to ask. Not Can we plan question. some questions? Yes, I'd like right to here be. and now. Let's all right. Let's do it. I'm by the way. I'm thinking about taking the ten foot pole. What do you think about that? Wouldn't that be great if I had the literal You're ten? Check foot? it in or or carry on. I haven't de- gotten gotten that far yet, right. but wouldn't it be fun to see like, hey, Tom Brady, got clear out everybody. Tom needs some room for the literal ten foot pole. You know, Joe Montana is the greatest quarterback in Super Bowl history. Will you, you touch, touch that, that with a ten foot pole? pole? You know. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, at Honors, we'll be there for our usual fun there as the everybody heads in for the red carpet. Also, we Can you have- get people at Honors to try foods they've never tried before? Ooh, MVP. What do you think about that good idea? I like it. That's great. Try some food. Have you ever... Yeah, like, have you ever had... You, But you have to eat it as well. So we could get... You know how you can sometimes What's get... What's your like- thing with the intestines that everybody eats with the stuff? Black pudding. Nah, oh yeah, but even the grosser one, the one that well, everybody... Why is it my thing, man? <laughs> I mean, it's your people's thing. The gross thing that's a stuffed intestine. Oh, uh, a, um, a haggis. Haggis, yeah. You yep, ever... Got some haggis. Hey, New Copkins, you ever had a haggis? 
Let's try it. You and yeah, me together. Or you can get friend. those deep fried scorpions or something. Ooh, okay. All right. I like that idea. Also, we have booked some uh, some big name pro football players. I'm waiting, uh, excited to get out there. Get some Jalen Ramsey. I like Jalen Ramsey. Deshaun Watson. I love Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. How about we that? Took him to Germany last year. Really? He's a friend of ours. Hmm. Well, anything, uh, any insights you can provide before I sit down with Deshaun Watson would uh, would be great. Um, one more thing, handsome. I don't know if you heard the news, but last week, um, alleged cinephile slash pop culture slash slash TV lover, whatever you know, just like his predecessor, Black Tie, Eddie Spaghetti, back there behind the glass, admitted he'd never seen Lethal Weapon or Die Hard. What do you think about that? I mean, I think um, as hard as it is to countenance that Eddie's what twenty six. I don't twenty six. I've seen I realize, it on the waterfront. But, but, so what? It came out before I was alive. So I know, what? but when we were younger, there were only so many movies that were mm-hmm. right. It feels like now. Every week, there's a dozen remakes of movies and whatever. That's just whatever. your perception. Though. I, That's a, they're, no, they're no, more no, 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 no. Based on the years, or extra they're, forty movies. Well, exactly. A year, there's I guess. forty more movies a year, but they make more movies now. And there's the whole Netflix. Like, what what else were you be, doing with your time then? There was there's Netflix now. There's Amazon thingy. There's uh, Hulu. Okay, I'm um, four years. There's older. so much to do with Eddie's time. I don't. I I'm not. I suggest he sees those things. I'm four, maybe five years older than Spaghetti. So, all right. So they're an extra, they're, they're an extra, you know, whatever, 100 or 150 movies in that space. Sure. How many of those are ones that people constantly reference in I pop know, culture? but what I mean is, like, people of Eddie's age, there's just too much happening in their worlds. Like, when we were little mm. and you were like, I want to entertain myself because it's Friday evening and I'm 15 and I have no friends, no girls are interested in me, all mm-hmm. those things. Right. All that there was for you to do is like, well, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to rent a video and I'm going to watch whatever it is, maybe for the third or fourth time, because that's what I've got to do in my life. Eddie now can watch from a dozen streaming services, watch some of the movies that weren't made in the five years between your birth and his birth. He can... Um, go on the internet and just while away the hours looking at social media, and he often does. He can, you know, there's so much other stuff to do. That's why people don't end up watching. I, I don't. I'd say first of all, thank you for going back to me. Fifteen to seventeen hours of his uh, waking life is spent eating at this point. Well, exactly. I, had, I, had, I was going to say this. You don't weekend. keep that. You don't keep that weight up. <laughs> it was a bad week, and I spent a lot of time eating. Uh, thank you, Hank, for coming to bat for me, fellow thick cast member. He, he, I will watch. I told you I'll watch it. This weekend, I was too busy uh, with with uh, birthday festivities. I did watch a lot of TV, though. But the problem with oh. with movies is that if it's not on a channel, if it's not on TNT or TBS or whatever, how do I? I'm not going to pay like five dollars to watch Die Hard, like a medi- no, or touche, Lethal Weapon, a mediocre touche. movie to watch a fr- Die like a- Hard and Lethal Weapon are uh, are, are tough finds. <laughs> really, really, that's not that. Unfortunately, they are. Often I can, I'll tell you what. I can turn on, on a TV. lot, it, but I might. If not you want find me to that. help you it make your time efficient. When you've oh no wait you're not going to the Super Bowl unfortunately no no if we drive because they were both he's your roommate now believe it or not they were both on um, they were both on United's flights I I watched some of Lethal Weapon on my flight back from London that's how good it is I'll watch them before the end of this week I'll I'll curtail my TV uh, series watching and I'll 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 watch those too I would just assume that we don't need it now after the Super Bowl that then we then we really. 
dive headfirst into the game of life, which we've been ignoring a little bit too much. We haven't given it enough of its juice. Football's important, but the other games out there are important too. All right, good stuff, handsome Hank. Muzzle tough to you and your gang on uh, on another dandy five games awaiting uh, the football fans internationally. I know we were on our way to Mexico City, but we had a grand time at fifty four fifty one at the Coliseum. Was looking forward to that rematch, but instead we shall see. Another chapter in the dynasty that is the New England Patriots against the L.A. Rams, Sean McVay, Bill Belichick, all that. You know the storylines will continue to get you ready for all that stuff as we get ready to depart, whether it be by air or land. Maybe even we'll go through the Panama Canal. That'd be fun, too. Ooh, A little bit of history. Can you get to that way? Sure. Why not? Why can't I you? Guess, yeah. That's how you get across. That's how, that's how, that's how our, our forefathers, well, not your forefathers, but that's how you get from the west to the east or mm-hmm. vice versa. I understand. You understand. All right. So that's what I'm talking about. It's got to go right through Panama there. You yep. see? There's a, but they, from the they west, missed, they built a you go thing. from the, okay, yeah. Why was that such an undertaking too? Didn't seem like it would be that big a deal, right? To dig a space? Like, just oh, make a space so a boat kidding? can go through it. They had to dig through a country, <laughs> through a land. Are you joking? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm asking. I don't know the answer. I think it would be hard. Really? Yeah, I think that would be difficult to dig something deep enough for ships to sail through. Like, how many people right do you think in it the would take us? How land? many people and how many days do you think it would take us? I, think it would, I mean, I think with the four of us, it would take 70 or 80,000 years. Leota, De Niro, and Pesci... Dug that hole in like an hour for the one guy. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, well, that, do that times so 20 that, and we're done. No. Here's our ship. You're going to need more than that. Then you got to build the ship, which, by the way, none of us are experts. I, I, don't, I reckon I don't we could think, all become experts at digging a hole. I don't think the people tasked with the Panama Canal were then asked when they finished digging the gap from northern Panama and southern Panama. It wasn't, no, it's from east to west. You just mentioned that. They didn't, do, they didn't go no, down the, the country. Once the gap was dug, there was a north and do it in the yeah. south end. And then what happens if you were like, Dave, I left my shovel on the north side. Can you throw it across? Like Indiana yeah. Jones and uh, and Vincent, yeah. uh, what's his name? Vin, uh, you know, the actor, you know him. He's one of your people. The guy's in a lot of movies. Character actor. Played uh, Doc Ock. I, 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 I don't, but I don't know his Spider-Man. Name. Vincent. What's his name, MOVP? You, you like your uh, Hollywood. Uh, we are going to look it up. No, Come on. You mean Alfred Molina? Alfred Molina. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. He's, Molina. People don't know that about Raiders of the Lost Ark. That he's in the uh, the beginning scene. The opening yeah. scene yeah. of uh, of Raiders of the Lost Ark, a movie that Eddie Spaghetti oh, pretty said is overrated. Yeah, it's pretty mediocre. It does, again, well, that's, that's, why, that's why I don't want to see Lethal Weapon in doesn't Die Hard. Up, it doesn't spaghetti. hold up. It's kind of corny. It's make, make fun of these bad action movies today, but they're mindless, and I can watch a hundred of them in a row. Die Hard, not, uh, Die Hard is, is not a bad movie. Lethal Weapon, I would, I, I'll, I'll accept a conversation where it might be a bad movie, but Die Hard's a good movie. Okay, I trust I, All around, Die Hard's a good movie. I sincerely movie. trust Hank. I will watch it. MOVP. Um, this is going to be, I'm most excited for you about this car ride. Yeah. I think what's going to be With good all the boys. is what's, what's going to be nice is too. There's not going to be that much talking. Cause all we're going to do is just listen to Daves of thunder and mm. then the broadcast. And then we'll listen back to ourselves on DEFP. Right. Well, that's, that's my favorite. That. And then in the back, we'll be recording the thick cost. Eddie, yeah. myself and Maurice. We'll just sit in the back seat. <laughs> there won't be quite enough room for the three of us, but we'll, it's fine. If, we'll you're, squeeze in. if you're excited for anything, after the Super Bowl here on the DDFP, it should be 
for the debut of the, the thick, thick cast. cast. We talked about really it for better, so long. Let's guys do better it. start figuring out what the content is, you know? What are you going to do? Can't just be you two eating fatty <laughs> foods. <laughs> I was gonna, know, I was we can gonna, talk about fatty foods we ate. Oh, I, think, I, guess I so. think that's what we have to do is talk about yeah. the well, was good, too. I like to put whipped cream when I have that. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> I was I was doing really well the, like the last two weeks, and this weekend just I like to put everything. gravy on mine. On the birthday cake? Yeah, you should try it. <laughs> I like that. That's commitment by Spaghetti. Yeah. He's fattening himself up, you know, yeah. for the debut of the show. I yeah, encourage this, you to oh, do this, this this weekend. I mean, majorly, majorly. <laughs> and I was I was so tell, good. I mean, just week. just as a as a hey, all uh, kidding aside, the thick guys, tell us what you some of the things you ate this weekend because you told me on the way in here, and I was yeah, I was impressed. Uh, Saturday went to Barney's Beanery, uh, great great spot all throughout. There's a couple of them throughout Los Angeles. Went to Milk Bar, which is a uh, David Chang. He owns like Momofuku. It's like under his umbrella. It's a dessert place. I had <laughs> dessert place. I had I love so the idea I had went probably to a dessert place. Like Barney's Wiener, I had like I had <laughs> mozzarella sticks and, and a, a turkey club and a nachos, and then I had a cookie, a piece of pie, and a piece of cake from Milk Bar. <laughs> the next day, I woke up and went to the the Griddle Cafe, which Money has talked about on this podcast before. It's a great pancake spot on Sunset. And uh, Wade Phillips. And then listen, listen how he topped it off because this and, is my favorite. And then uh, the day before, I went to Costco and picked up about two hundred dollars worth of food. <laughs> Costco. You went to Costco <laughs> for the just games to get some on stuff Sunday. in bulk. And my girlfriend's birthday. Which is also uh, uh, Hank's birthday as well. So we had food throughout the whole entire day. But I also went to Magnolia's Bakery and got two cartons of banana pudding and I got uh, cupcakes. And then my roommate ordered a dozen donuts as well. It was he, it was because really he bad. because he lays it out on a timeline that only Quentin Tarantino could follow. It doesn't seem as bad. But <laughs> it's all no, it's a constant hours. It's that's, a constant, hours. It's a constant flow of food. Yeah, th for two days. No, but not just any food. It's not like a constant. I yeah, ate some carrot sticks. Pudding. No. Then we went to the dessert store. I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> why, is handsome, it, why, is it, why, why is it me? Then I went to the dessert store and got pudding. <laughs> um, all right. Pretty listen. impressive. Yeah. Good. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to Atlanta, handsome Hank. So is your, bir your birthday as well? It was, yeah. I As just discovered uh, yesterday they they, right? they scheduled those two conference championship games around my birthday. Uh, very kind of them. Really, on title game Sunday was your well, birthday. Well, it used as to well. be Super Bowl Sunday back when I was a kid. That was that was one of my favorite things about football was that the Did your Super parents Bowl lie to you and tell the, you that they the, were the hosting Bears, it? The Bears, the Bears won the Super Bowl on my birthday. Really, yeah. two weeks after your hero the Dan Dolphins Marino lost. stumbled, right? The Dolphins lost the Super Bowl the day before my birthday, the year before that. That's it's good... all. It was all, you know, it's part of the, the the plan. I know everybody's going to move on to the two teams that are still standing here, but that is something. In this week, we should try to do. First of all, I told you. Oh, by the way, why? When, when's my parade, handsome? I told you seven weeks ago what was going to happen in Philadelphia. Now here we are. I want my parade for that. I told you that Foles and Wentz and all this would get bad, and it's bad. One. And two, the other thing that's bad is the facile sorts of, and I get the human, uh, you know, uh, attempt to be empathetic. Oh, wow, it's poor Chiefs fans. All oh, these people, you want to make them feel better. And, uh, you know, listen, you know what? Nothing to hang your head about. You have Patrick Mahomes. He's a great, uh, your future is bright. I don't have to tell any Miami Dolphins fan right. about a uh, a historic, a, a sophomore QB performing on a historic level, and coming up short, and well, uh, well, he'll be back. A, a guy who I worked with in London when I very, very first worked for the NFL, 
um, was uh, had worked with the NFL for a long time, and he told me a story of the morning after Super Bowl 19, when obviously the Pro Bowl was after the Super Bowl. They were in the airport in San Francisco, and he he walked up to Dan Marino and said, "Great season, sorry it didn't work out for you." Yesterday. He said, "Don't worry, I'll be back." Marino said that to him. Really? Never happened. So there you go. Pay attention, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Don't let that be you. No Don't one wants to see you. that. All right. As you said, he is the human asterisk. Oh, and somebody I, watching I watched my some stuff. of your material. So nice. Was that all right, handsome? It's pretty good. Give it a grade. Um, it was a, it was a it was a A minus. A B? No, you could say B. If no, it was an A minus. I I can tell how you have to you understand Dave's psyche, and so a B you, double that, plus. When you say A, you take it down by a grade and a half. So that you mean C plus. Okay, no, I, I I'll really take don't. It. I really don't. And I mean, I, what I do is I also put it in the context for you. Ah, fair. Fair. All right. Uh, excellent stuff. Uh, handsome Hank, uh, Eddie Spaghetti, MOVP behind the glass. Be on the lookout coming up before uh, Super Bowl 53. Our look back, uh, our award show, the Vincies are going to be streaming live on uh, Thursday. What time again, MOVP? 6 p.m. Eastern. 6 p.m. Eastern. The Vincies. We honor the best of the best game in American sports. The Super Bowl. That's coming at you and a whole bunch more noise. Until the next time. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.